Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Kevin McGovern, and today is Cinco de Mayo, which means another, you know, uh, Prove It Live podcast. And, you know, a shout out to my late mom. This is today is her birthday. Well, happy uh, birthday, mom. Uh, yeah, so I can't uh, be remiss if I didn't mention that. So without further ado, I'm going to turn you over to my broadcast colleague, the handsome Mike Ferry. Mike. Thank you, Kevin McGovern. You're I welcome, Mike buddy. Ferry. Thanks. From the Farm Baseball Performance Institute along with the aforementioned Dr. Kevin McGovern of Perfect Motion Sports Therapy. And this is the Prove It Live Sportscast. So uh, we've got a cool show today. we got a, a kind of a hot topic. Um, we're going to sort of talk about both sides of something. Feeling that's hot, hot, hot. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of an ongoing thing. And it's also um, some recent comments have uh, started. I wouldn't say controversy, but let's give us some food for thought. And it is a little bit of a debate. Uh, Kevin and I have talked about not, it several not, times. Not, not Roe versus Wade, not that debate. We're not, no, we're, no, we're not, not anywhere near. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Not that yeah. heavy. Not oh, that heavy. good. Okay, good. So, I wasn't prepared for that. No, no. This is this is light. This is just light sports stuff. Oh, okay, good. All right, In good. the grand scheme of that, although it is important because it does, you know, include <clears> the potential <throat> for injury, etc. Um, right. But before we do that, um, and by the way, we do not have uh, Ryan Gagne-Fritchis with us today um for whatever reason you gave us today um ph and, and two uh, t's yeah so uh but we do have a top of the order um so just recently was this yesterday kevin or the day before i i don't i don't remember but um i think anyone in the baseball world's seen it talked about it is um bum garner being ejected um for, oh yeah let me uh, pull that up go ahead so, so um Madison Bumgarner, you know, veteran pitcher, uh, pitching for the Diamondbacks, pitched in the first inning. Um, World Series champion. Right, right, World Series champion. Um, several times, three World Series yeah. champions. Yeah, let me. Um, and I forget who they were playing. Um, might have been Miami. Um, Somewhere anyway. inside, yeah. So, let up a home run in the first inning. There were a couple um, pitches that he'd thrown that were called balls. He thought were strikes, as Kevin's pulling up the video here. And that led to the end of the inning, as, as if you don't know. We'll just let this play first. Yeah, we'll have a little volume on it. <clears throat> so the umpire's staring him down, Mike, as he's, like, groping his hand. Right. right. Right there. Is that what's happening? Yeah. So. You know, I think Madison Bumgarner, like. You can stop it there. The so rest that was just not the whole plate umpire. I think, he, I think he, like, cuts trees down in the offseason with, like, his bare hand. Like, so he's some guy I wouldn't want to antagonize, right? No. I mean, he's, like, a. Right? He's, he's like, this, like, country. Like, he'll kill. He'll snap you in two. Yeah, he, right? he's, a, he's a big boy. And so yeah. for those that don't know, um, in between innings, uh, ever since this, you know, the spider tack uh, where they found the pitchers are putting tack on their hands and getting more movement on the ball between every inning, uh, the pitchers, the, the umpire, uh, first base umpire will meet the pitcher at the uh, at the baseline and inspect the pitcher's hand and, and glove. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time and there's there's we don't we don't have it but you could find it if you go there on on, on the twitterverse or anywhere. Oh, I've got a, I got another. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna. Well, I was just saying that, the, the, got, there's another. another. I have another angle here. Oh, you do have the other. Oh, angle. Oh okay. yeah, let's let's put that up there while we're doing here. Wonderful. And you'll see. This guy's looking at him like creepy. Look at yeah. this. Can you he see just, this? Bum Gardner says you're still on my hand and you're staring at me. So now I got to say something. Yeah, he's like looking at him like. Like literally staring him down. Mm-hmm. Never inspecting his hand. Right? Never. So he's supposed to inspect his, inspect his hand. 
and he's just staring at Bumgarner and he's trying. It's clear to me that he's trying to antagonize him. Oh, without question. Because Bumgarner was questioning balls and strikes with the home plate umpire. This guy's not the home plate umpire, but you know. And what, uh, dude, what, look how, what are you, look at it. What are you doing to his hand? Like, uh, that's a little. He's, he's waiting for the eye contact, and when he gets yeah. the eye contact, Bumgarner's me, saying, you know. Let's me to this, right? Let's me to this, right? Let's get into this. Let's say that Madison Baumgartner's a professional softball pitcher, and this guy is groping his hand, is groping a woman's hand. What happens? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 think, mean, it, I think it escalates more than like a little Twitter feed. I mean, look at this, dude. Look at, look at him. What is he doing? I, I, I mean, to, 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 to answer, honestly, I think what he's doing is he's trying to feel for sticky substances, right? So that's obviously what he's doing. Oh, but he's like not, that? but he's not visually inspecting the hand. He's almost making a mockery out of the inspection itself, which is one thing. But more importantly, he's literally just trying to antagonize him to yeah. get him to say something so he could run him out of the game. That's exactly <laughs> what he did after one inning. And I think he's groping him, but it's, know. it's just the stupid stuff that. That, that baseball agrees to it's just, it's just another thing that you got to inspect someone's hands after every single inning. Really, really? That's yeah. a necessity, please. You know, come on. And this guy's a veteran. Um, and then if you are going to do that, do it, do your job. That's what you're there for. You're not there to run people out of games. You're not there to have your other umpires back. That's, you know, uh, the home plate umpires, I'm sure is a big boy. He can handle himself. If there anything he needed to say to Bumgarner about his complaint of the strike zone, he did right. it himself. And, and here's the thing with, with, with baseball is different than other sports. And we've known this in the NFL, you screw up in the NBA, you screw up, you're out, not fired, but you don't, you're suspended. You don't do a playoff series. You're taken out. As far as I know, I have never seen recourse for this behavior for this umpire. And I mean, this is, this is with intent. You know, obviously, years ago when the guy made the the wrong call at first base to blow the perfect game, that, mm-hmm. that's human error. There's nothing you can do about that. This is intent, right? And we've seen umpires like Angel Hernandez and 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 Joy like that are aggressive, right? And mm-hmm. nothing ever happens to them. No, no, like nothing. Like the, like so, Baumgartner gets thrown out of the game. That could affect the win or loss of the team. And this guy's being a jerk. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I mean, and the thing that kills me is, you know, and another thing that, you know, was the other topic of our top of the order and they kind of go together here is um, this is what the quest tech started from. You know, this is where it originated. You know, the, it's a measure, the, the, you know, efficacy of umpires, the efficiency mm-hmm. of umpires, how good they are at their job proficiency, I should say, how well they, you know, they, they do their job and calling balls and strikes. And a lot of people complain about, you know, well, there's this box on the screen and it's gotten too robotic and whatever. And maybe, but I mean, I think it was too far the other way at one point, right? And so trying to look, the strike zone is the strike zone, is the strike zone, is the strike zone. That's why there's a plate. That's why it's a certain amount of inches wide, right? I mean, <laughs> along with that feed, wait, you got to see this. <laughs> this looks like an Atlanta League game, right? Lancaster and. Are you pulling? It's not. It's not on the screen. In case you. Oh, you can't see it. Oh, hold no. on. Oh, just okay. enjoying yourself. I'm just there. enjoying. Wait, you see this yeah. now? Can you see it? Yeah, Lexington okay. and Lancaster. Yeah. Right here we go. We come just a bit outside. Strike. Now, Don't he rang, about a strike. Yeah, Oh no, he rang him up. Oh my god! 
Now look where that. We're gonna freeze where that pitch is. Oh my god! <laughs> there's the there's the catcher. So it's yep. outside the catcher's right knee on a right-handed batter. That's right. Yep. There it is, and he called it strike three. Not not a breaking pitch that went like a frisbee, a fastball. Look at the catcher. The catcher feels bad for the hitter. Yeah, well, he does. You can tell him he does. The guy. <laughs> literally bends over in disgust i mean what else can you do what else can that's got to be one of the worst strike calls right i've ever seen ever (laughs) at the pro level because god knows we've seen worse pro level yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. that's Mm -hmm. that's amazing and so look right on topic i mean this is the stuff that now if this guy turns around and argues that he's the jerk he's gonna get canned he's gonna get tossed out of the game he's gonna get potentially fined and, you know, it's a uh, look umpires. There's a necessity for umpires. And it's in. And, and right now, I don't know if anyone's aware, but there's a shortage on umpires. Kevin, is there There's a major shortage on umpires right now? I mean, major. OK, major. Like, why do we know major why? to the point where uh, at least here in the Northeast, junior varsity high school games are being canceled because they need those umpires for the varsity game. They don't have enough to to uh, to man both. Now, um, going back to I just have to just because it's in the feed. Look at this part. There's a no, strike. I remember that. Yeah, there's a strike. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that one. <laughs> right in the Johnson. Yeah. All right. So there's a shortage on umpire. Well, does anyone want to? I mean, I mean that goes back. This could lead into. Does anyone want to be an umpire? I mean, where you got to start off at you know, right? Little league, high school. You got parents screaming at you. I mean, who, well, that's it's the a thing. Thank, it's, it's a, a double edged sword. It's a thankless job. You know it I mean? is. It is, and that's sort of the 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 point is that it's it is a double edged sword, and you know. But look, I don't think it's crazy to uh, to expect consistency, number one, right? And that's, you know, you probably hear this a lot if you're around baseball is that, you know, hey, look, if they're going to have a bat, if they're going to call a poor strike zone, at least it's cons- as long as it's consistent, it's both ways, right? You can adjust accordingly, um, you know, the inconsistency. Um, you know, doing being there to do your job, you know, not, not you're not there to run people out of games like nope. this guy, uh, no. Bellino did with 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 Bumgarner and antagonize players and all this stuff. It's just there's, there's yeah. that's not what they're there for. Like we and, always we always said, you shouldn't even know that the you shouldn't even know that the umpires are there. Correct. That's it. You know, I mean, that was the thing. You know, Kevin said, "Who is this guy, Bellino?" And honestly, I hadn't heard the name yet before either. And typically, that means they're probably a pretty good umpire. They're like offensive linemen. If you don't hear their name, they do they do their they do their job. You only hear offensive linemen when they get called for holding or you know they get beat on a sack or something. But um, same thing for umpires. But uh, but yeah. So 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 that's so that's one thing. And then the other thing, uh, the other part of the other top of the order uh, that one talk about is is related, which is. Another thing that was going around on social media recently, Kevin, is uh, the strike zone, the strike zone in the box on the screen. And some mm-hmm. people, a, lot, a lot of uh, former players don't like the fact that, you know, they have that box up in the screen and that we're so nitpicky on the umpires. And I agree, by the way, uh, to a certain extent. But um, and I, I sent you a video, Kevin, if you had it, the, the one with or Greg, there's a one of Greg Maddox. There's two videos I have of. Uh, pitchers in the 90s and the strike zone in the 90s one of the strikes that's called there kevin and it's on mark mcguire it's on a big time hitter it's literally hitting the white chalk of the left-handed batter's box and it's strike three now granted they're hitting the mitt the catcher is set up in that spot and greg maddox is hitting it i mean the strike zone was two feet wide at times Um, let me see here i think i have this here and uh, our, our good friend jeff fry 
uh, had posted on it too. And he, and his point was, this is the strikes on the nineties and we still didn't hit two thirty, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, poignant. That's a good point. Right. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to have this. I'm going to rewind it here. There is Mark McGuire looking a little, well, how should we say Swollen? slim? Well, oh. compared to, yeah, well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's see here. All right, this is Maddox, winner of like 345 games. Right? Yeah, look where this pitch is, Kevin. All right, hold on here. Look at okay. This is he's gonna hit the mitt, never goes anywhere near the plate. That's a good four inches outside, maybe more. Ah, strike three. I don't know. Well, all right, I guess. Close. That's all for Stevenson. That's all for the Cardinals. Let me see that. Let's There's see Maguire. There's that's Maguire. a strike. That's not as close to a strike. Let me see. That's, that's a strike. not even close. Pause that. That's a strike. Let me That's say not a strike. That's why look, the games are nine at, hours. Time out. Look, the right, catcher's look. mitt isn't set up in the strike Boom. zone. Yeah, but he moved his middle. It's that's a strike. No, it's right there. not. That one on McGuire is a strike. No, the it's heck? not. Kevin, the mitt looks with the mitt set up. It's set up literally on the on the on the inner half. I, this would be into I'd the left. It's set up, but his three, web is touching three or four inches outside. Easy. Yeah, and there's the no mid. way he moves it three or four inches. No, he moves it back. Watch the ball actually comes back. So I could look at look a little too. He's hitting the mitt. <laughs> that's uh, not a strike and by the way you put you so you put the little score up you're watching it this is one of your yankees and yeah. you see that it's this far outside no, that no, box listen, and you're gonna be I, angry there's a different rules there's different rules michael yeah all right right this yankees oh, look rules. at look at all these pitchers all these pitchers all right keep going there's more there's one to barry bonds all these all these pitchers they won one one world series so that's because they put mark wallers and jim no, Lair. it's not bonds i'm sorry is that is that Edmonds? who is that no, that's way outside. Right. All right, here's another one. Outside and down. Recalled outside corner. Outside that's and a down. That's strike there. Oh, it's not. That's all for Stevenson. That's all for Cardinals. That's a 2-2. I love it. I mean, here's the thing. The catchers aren't even setting up in the zone intentionally. They're hitting it, and they know they're going to get it. Um, so there's... Uh, Hold on a second. I'm sorry. Right, well, let me let me ask you this. I want to I, I want to see if I so have Maddox, yeah, I think I, Maddox could probably throw the ball. Now now look at this Azuna one. All right, so I'll show the Azuna one. So okay, Maddox so can, is, Maddox can throw the ball. Are we still shared here? Can you still see this? Uh, it's not coming up. I see the screen with both videos on it. Now it's coming now? up. Yep. All together. Okay. All right. So let me shut the sound off. We don't need. All right. Here's this. All right. Here we go. There we go. Now watch. Go all the way back to the beginning. All right. There's so, our. There's a square. Right. We're, there's a square. Don't go all the way back because we oh. missed the pitch. All right, here we go. Okay, I'll play it. Pitch one, ball. Okay, Gordon to 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 uh, the A zone here. Okay, okay call, all right. calls it a strike. Next pitch, ball, way outside. Now that's what you were calling the strike for Maddox, but okay. All right, strike two, strike three. So as someone says, Ozuna didn't even see a strike that at bat. He gets rung up on three straight pitches. Um. So no, all right. So, so my next question would be, yeah. Of the pitches, like you know, obviously Maddox could, Maddox had pinpoint control. Mm-hmm. You know, he as a pitch, I mean, he's just baiting to get out there. Guys say they don't have oh, that yeah. kind of control, right? So they don't, they don't, they, he can't. Maddox probably mib. I don't know what, what inning was that? Let's see, Maddox. It doesn't. I can't say here, but yeah, like I'm sure Maddox nibble, 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 nibble. Same yeah. thing with Clavin. You know, yeah. I, I I give that to Maddox, right? I look at I don't say I think that he's 
overrated. Okay. But that doesn't mean to say that he's not good and he thinks he's still a great pitcher. You know, I just don't know that you can put up in the top. Some people think he's the best of all time. And I don't think given that strike zone, you can do that. My opinion. Okay. That's all just my opinion. That's why well, I, I don't, I don't, dis- I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. Huh. Um, but no I mean, one's doing it. No one's doing it today. Right. No one's got control over four pitches. Like he didn't and can throw them anywhere on any, on any count. He can do that, um, you know, and look, if the umpire is going to give it to you, you throw it there. It's smart. It's brilliant. And that's what made him so great was that he did have remarkable command. Mm-hmm. And and so and the, and so so, you know, the dichotomy of the two scenarios of you have the box and then you had the 90s where you had no box. You had no one there to really judge. It was just a judgment call. And it was a guess. Mm-hmm. And I think it's outside. I mean, you were just arguing about it. Right. We thought yeah. it was a strike. I, I thought remember it was a- the World Series game when El Duque's what, Liv, Liv, what was Livian Hernandez. Like they were giving him like six inches. Livon, outside, yeah. Liv, yeah. And he just hit it in the World Series game. Yeah. Yep. And and so. You're going to see that look in it and in the leagues that, you know, you know we have uh, youth baseball and tournament play, you mm-hmm. know, it's the same thing. Um, and, you know, not even the, the, the luxury of video replay. So where, where should it lie? Because I agree, it shouldn't be based on the full scrutiny of that box either, really. Right. I mean, cause there's some, yeah, so where, where is that box in relation to like, like it's supposed to be across the plate. That could right. be on the side of the plate, right? I mean, I can I can get it past that. Like you know, we used to be able to throw a wiffle ball behind you for a strike, right? That's right. Chair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, could it, if the box is in front of the plate, what if I throw it? You know, it's a late breaking slider, a two seamer, oh. and, it, and it's crossed that imaginary line and then got in the back corner of the plate. You know what I mean? Well, that's a good question. So, some of the more advanced ones have they have full dimension, three D. Okay, it's all three D, and you can see where it maybe nicks that back corner before it goes into the yep. triangle. Yeah. Um, and I think that if we get to the point where they're using robot umpires at home plate for strikes and balls and strikes anyway, that's that's the way it's going to be. Um, I don't know where I lie in that. I really don't. Like, I think that strikes the strikes. I think the strike zone should be the strike zone. I, I, I believe that. Um, you know, I also know that. Um, you know, it was almost like a skill in of itself to know which umpires called the low strike, which ones didn't give the inside corner, which ones called off the plate, those sort of things. Right. So, you know, we definitely lose something by going to the, like the robotic version, but I do understand where people are coming from the, 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 the people who want that, you know, cause they, yeah, I guess, I mean, like baseball is just, you know, struggling for what they think is, is people not paying attention or not watching it. I think that they're ignorant and stupid. And the reason why is because there's 17 weeks in the NFL season. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's 82 hockey games. There's 82 basketball games. There's a hundred, sorry, there's 200 baseball, maybe 230 if you count preseason and playoffs. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's 20,000. I mean, the, the, Toronto Blue Jays drew 30,000 people this week. Okay. So at game. So I, I don't know, you know, they keep saying they're, they're catering to the, to the fan, but I don't see that the fan is going away. I think the baseball is just going after something that doesn't exist. Just play the game, man. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're the focusing game. on the wrong things. They're yeah. Play the game. These... Just play the game. Like perfect example is the video we showed, right? You know, like we're, we're concerned about, uh, you know, a, a pitcher, you know, not liking the strike zone. And so we got to show him, we got to stand right. him down, antagonize right. him and then run him from the game. Like, really? That's good for the game. Why isn't that? Like you said, why isn't the league going after 
that umpire going, Hey, that's, right. that's not what we're here to do. You know what I mean? Right. If you don't have, if your th- skin is that thin, you're not suited to be an MLB umpire. Right. If you're that's a baseball it. fan, you're going to want, I mean, you can't make other sports fans. Uh, I mean, football gets the, I guess, common fan. Like, you know, we, we yeah. talked about the pink well, hats. They play the on no, Sundays. Nothing. Yeah. They play once or twice. You now it's three times a week. Okay. Whatever. But <clears throat> There's nuances. Like last night, the Yankees lost two to one. There was five or six instances in that game that you had to be a student of the game to realize that the game could have been seven to one Blue Jays or seven to one Yankees. Right. Right. And, right. And your average fan doesn't get that. And like you got enough fans do what you're going after. Like you you play one hundred and sixty two times a year. Right. With in front of thirty thousand people. Now, last week. The A's at you know twenty eight hundred people the game. That's because their franchise are, are idiots, right? They had an unbelievable baseball team, and they traded them all away. And the fans finally just said to them, "F off, we're yeah. not going to do it." Like you, I mean, there's an all star team that they traded away. This between back to Trevor Simeon to Olson, all these guys, the, and they trade them away. Like eventually, the fans are going to be like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> Right, because it's all you know. I, I, I'm with you. You know what I mean? And look, you, Boston's one of the biggest markets, you know, in the country. Kansas City Royals. We won this. We won the World Series. We traded everybody away. We're a small market. Oh yeah, sorry. We sold for nine hundred and ninety million. Right. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's, I'm of the opinion that the Red Sox are also looking to sell, and that's why you're seeing what you're seeing now. But, you know, finally, oh, that, that could be tough. the fans are getting fed up, and that's what it's going to take to, 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 you know, to demand a, but the, a product. But. Yeah, the fan, but there's going to be, like, the Red Sox, the Yankees, every game, there's going to be 30,000 people every Plus, game. Yeah. There's going to be 20,000 people at Kauffman Stadium in, in Kansas City in the middle of nowhere, okay? Mm-hmm. New York's got 7 million people. There's going their, their fans are there. Just play the game and more. Stop tinkering with like we're going to add robot umps and we're going to add this and we're going to add that and we're just you know just you know well, I, the only thing I ask is bring back the bullpen car because that sh- was cool. The shortage, that, of, the, short of, the shortage of umpires, you may see a robot ump at home plate sooner than later. There really is a shortage, and it's <laughs> as long as they show up for the bad. game. Well, and it makes sense too. I mean, no matter where you are in the country, you know, at the younger levels, when you show up, you know, there's very rarely do you have a young umpire. I'm not talking, you know, 20. I'm talking very rarely you have someone who's in their 30s. You know, mo- you know, right. the vast majority of umpires are getting up there in age. There's not the equal amount coming up behind them. So it's basic math. No. Um, so we'll have a woman umpire soon, which is fine. Yeah. Great. And, and that's what you said. Like I said, it's it's about look at it's about consistency mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And these are the things that they need to do to just to you know make the play the game to do to do it to to its intention. You know what I mean? That's yep. that's it sounds stupid, but that's that's really all it is. And then if you want, if you don't trust mm-hmm. the umpires, then have everything reviewable. And then you get three, you get you get two reviews a, a game. Everything a strike call is reviewable, everything is reviewable, and that's it. Yep. All right, yep. now. So we got a topic today. What are we talking about? We have a topic. So today, this is a topic that we talk about a lot, but we got a little bit of a twist on it. Um, I'm actually, I want to find the actual tweet if I can. And if I can't, that's okay, because I know the gist of it. So uh, recently, um, former Philadelphia Phillies star, superstar, Hall of Famer, Steve Carlton, Arguably, you could make the argument he's the best left-handed pitcher of all time. He's up there. There's at least one of them. Um, made a comment about pitch counts. Mm-hmm. 
Now, of course, we've been on here in the last several weeks talking about pitch counts, talking about how a sort of the current system clearly is not working. Um, you know, it's not just an opinion, but in, mm-hmm. you know, because injuries are going up, kids are getting hurt. Um, that there's way more that goes into just a general number as a total for a game or for a week, and that more goes into it. Now, what's, what are you laughing at? So Steve Carlton <clears throat> from 1968. I'm going to read innings pitch 68 to 77. So nine years. Okay. 232, 236, 253, 273, 346, 293, 291, 255, 252, 283. No one in Major League Baseball comes so, anywhere near those so numbers. Since, since we're going to be talking about him, look at some of his other numbers. You know, his, his strikeouts, uh, you know, yeah, so strikeouts, 168, 162, 193, 310, 323, 240, 192, 195, 198, <laughs> 286, 286, 275. ERA, 28, 2.98, 2.99, 2.17, 3.73, 1.97, 27-10, 1.97, 3.46 innings, 310 strikeouts. That's one of the top seasons of all time. Yeah. Uh, 3.22. So very low ERA. I mean, if you have someone right now who's got an ERA below 3.7, they're considered an ace. Correct. I mean, this guy's got below three for most of his. So his 162 game average, which we like to go after, uh, is 15 and 11 with a 3.22 ERA average, 245 innings and 194 Ks. Not bad. No. I mean, his numbers are, are ridiculous. He had 20, one of the, 24 years in the Major League Baseball. Um, I, it was, I think it was Ted Williams. So Ted Williams had uh, this, his own Hitters Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting story. Uh, and uh, Steve Carlton was the first pitcher that Ted Williams put into this Hall of Fame. Now, um, anyone that doesn't know, Ted Williams used to often joke about how dumb pitchers were, you know, mm-hmm. like they were, their pitchers were stupid and this and that, and how hitters, you know, did, had it on the pitchers. So Steve Carlton takes his entry into the Ted Williams, uh, hitters hall of fame. And he opens with, uh, I just want to thank all you geniuses for swinging at my O2 slider in the dirt. I thought that was a, a funny quote. Um, so he's famous for that. And so I, I, I can't find, this is something that he actually tweeted. Um, it may have even been on uh, Facebook or some other social media platform. I think it might've been on Facebook. When he said he, what did he, so he said something about pitchers, right? Or counts or what he taught. He was talking about pitch counts and how they're, you know, basically they're, 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 they're senseless. Right. Do you, did <coughs> you find some? Yeah. No, I haven't found, but yeah, I, remember I thought I saved it, it, but I didn't. And, and, you know, we've definitely talked about this and um, I have lots of opinions on, on that. It's certainly not pitch count alone is <clears throat> I put this slightly the dumbest measure on the planet. Okay. Cause it tells you nothing. And the reason why is because you can go out there with horrific mechanics and throw three pitches and end up in my waiting room. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or with great mechanics and great form and everything else, you can throw 150 pitches and be fine. So right. it's not a, it's not a measure it's lazy. And what I mean by that is that was set, you know, I guess James Andrews is something in there and, and no one challenges it. And I look at results. So we have uh, less innings, less wins, 
Uh, yeah, maybe more. Maybe strikeouts are up significantly more injury, right? Mm-hmm. So something is not right in the pitching realm. Uh, you know, I'm a huge proponent of not using long toss. Okay. Right. We just, we just, I just, so it's funny because I just watched back to back games. I watched someone from <clears throat> the Yankees play over the weekend. Whoever the heck they played, throw a ball from center field about 95 feet in the air. Okay. That was it. That was the throw. Okay. From, you know, to try to get it to home plate, got cut off. It's it one hop the first baseman. And then I watched a gal from, uh, I think it was uh, Tennessee, throw a rocket from from left field to home, okay? So, you know, this whole, you know, we've looked at this whole proponent of long toss, doesn't work. Of course, they say, well, there's all these studies. But again, studies, as we know, are manipulated because, you know, they will do studies of long toss and then not doing anything at all. There's no double-blind study. There's no control group. They're, 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 they're flawed because people are looking to get a certain outcome for their hypothesis. Let's just be, let's just, I really, I'm not that smart. So let's just look at the raw numbers. Okay. The numbers and the incidence of injury are going through the roof. I can guarantee you, Steve Carlton in his career, never took a baseball. I'm sure Nolan Ryan, I'm sure Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit, Greg Maddox, Glavin, whomever, Schilling, Randy Johnson, never picked up a baseball and on a running start, like he was doing a javelin, started to run down the, the batting cage, throw the ball against the wall, and do a somersault after. The radar gun light up, and 500 people go, yeah! That's awesome! Yeah, yeah that's, like the, that's the thing now, right? I mean... Okay, that's, I guess, called a pull-down or stupid that's, down. That's, that's dumb, a running dumb, gun. Running gun, dumb down, okay? That's killing your arm, okay? Because most of the guys, if we stop, again are throwing the ball from back here, okay, way yep. behind them, okay, yes, they are. Yep. throwing throwing against gravity, and we, we don't have to be a brainchild to realize if we do things with the small tendons of our elbows and shoulders against gravity, gravity will eventually win, okay? It took a few years longer. You know, I'm challenged all the time. Well, I'll take Chris Sale's money. Yeah, of course, great. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah, so would I, okay? But Chris Sale and Trevor Bauer – represent 0.0001% of the population. If you're a kid going out and emulating what you're seeing on social media, the pull downs, the, this, the driveline stuff, all of this stuff, the velocity seekers, it's not working because pitching sucks. Okay. We have an average world series start of about three innings. Okay. Um, And, and the injuries are up. So something's wrong. Correct. Correct. Something is definitely wrong. And, and it's, it's, you know, mostly, in my opinion, the th- one thing that isn't looked at, which is th- the path of the arm, the way mm-hmm. that the arm is moving, the way that the body's moving mm-hmm. in conjunction with the arm. So, you know, if you do even have decent arm mechanics, if your body's out of sequence and you're putting too much mm-hmm. stress on the arm and, you know, what we always teach is, you know, there's a, with with movement, with athletic movement, there's conductors and conduits. Your, and your arm should not be a conductor of force. Your arm should be a conduit of force. The body should produce the force to throw, and it should come mm-hmm. out the arm nice and easy with no additional force to the arm. And as you're talking about with, you know, hip to shoulder separation, which we talked about before, creating um, that, you know, thinking that you're supposed to create as much separation between uh, one and the other is teaching kids essentially to make their arm a conductor. 
of mm-hmm. energy. Not not good. Don't want that. Okay. Absolutely not. There's that. There's the old arm path to begin with. There's the old T and pointing it right and, and forcing pronation before you throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, all these things that we talked about. And so, you know, and we've talked about it. Well, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more with what we think is a better way to count pitches in the game, which is by inning. All right. Mm-hmm. And there's so much here to unpack. Right. So to, to try to stay on track, I'll give you the cliff notes version of why is, you know, 85 pitches. Let's say a kid is allowed to throw 85 pitches in the game and that's quote unquote safe. Well, if you tell me that you throw 50 in the first inning and 30 in the second inning, you go, Hey, he came on it. He's fine. He's fine. He only threw 80 pitches, five less than his total but they were all in a small amount of time when his body was stressed and tired and fatigued. And there's no way that his mechanics weren't breaking down and compensation wasn't happening. And if his arm mechanics are bad, well, that's 80 too many, right? So having it done by inning is, is a better way. Okay. With that said, Kevin, I think it's mm-hmm. important, right? That Steve Carlton, you know, again, famous, famous hall of fame pitcher. He doesn't believe in pitch count at all. He doesn't believe it at all. In fact, he thinks that uh, the problem is not of the, the the number of pitches that's being thrown per game, but it's the fact that kids, and when I say kids, it's you know, kids through their teens, they're just not throwing enough, not pitching, not saying they need to be pitching more. They're not throwing enough. And his argument is it takes years to develop your arm to be strong enough to carry the workload of pitching in a baseball game and throwing any number of pitches. He's mm-hmm. talking about how, you know, when he was a kid, he was out there. And by the way, my generation, your generation, same thing. We weren't pitching every day, but we were throwing something every day. We were throwing a football. We were throwing rocks. We were throwing snowballs. Mm-hmm. We were throwing whatever, right? And, you know, days where we went out to play football. We'd play till we get bored and then we'd play baseball and throw the baseball around. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we just go down to the, to the park near my house just to play catch, you know, me and some friends. I'm sure you did the same thing. And I do see, I, 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 I can't help but to agree with at least part of what he's saying because there seems to be a direct correlation. All right. Now, again, you know, I know you're impressed with my, with my quote that I didn't invent that correlation does not equal causation, but it's true. Um, like however, that. but there's lots of correlations and for it to remain a coincidence is just mathematically unlikely. Right. And this is one of the, the big correlations that we see is that kids just aren't throwing that much. They're just not, you know, and in fact, you know, we tell these kids if they pitch, let's say they throw a, you know, they start a game and they, they throw a decent amount of pitches, they throw five innings or whatever to, you know, not even touch a baseball the next day. Don't touch it. Don't earn it back away from the baseball young man. Right. Um, rather than throwing, in fact, um, and you know what? I've never asked you this. So it'd be interesting to hear you like, you know, uh, in real time here, what your thoughts are. But there's a there's a theory out there about not icing anymore. Don't ice instead, you know, maybe some massage and actually throw. Um, you're not pitching again. Throw, just throw. And um, I don't know where you stand that, but I think that there's something to be said for that for sure. Um, and I don't know what's your, what's your take in general on his point of, you know, this isn't about, um, it's not, it shouldn't be a bit pitch count. The problem with, uh, the injuries today is that kids aren't throwing enough. They're not strengthening those muscle, those tendons and ligaments, et cetera, over time. Yeah. I would take it a step further. The kids are only, <clears throat> only move mm-hmm. <clears throat> to do an organized activity. That's it. You don't go and play. We can go here. There's 
where I'm at here in Acton, Massachusetts, there's plenty of parks when schools get out, they're empty. No one goes outside to play. No one goes outside to move. No one goes outside to do anything. And what I'm seeing in kids, the basic movements that kids should have, squat, lunge, they just don't have it because they don't, the only thing they do is move during a organized activity. And if that organized activity is poorly coached, like most are, I'm sorry, they just are. Um, the kids don't have the, fun, at least I should say, the foundational movements are not coached at all. Um, you'll have people go right into, you know, as soon as kid hits high school, you know, they throw them in the weight room, right? Unsupervised or supervised with someone who doesn't have any of the qualifications to be supervising. And, you know, hey, my, I just, I just saw the kid from Tennessee while well, he squats the one and threw the 105 miles an hour, right? Through, uh, they, just, they just put up his deadlift and all his numbers. Yeah, great. I just looked at his arm path and see it. Don't draft him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you right now, I just looked, I just looked at his W, his Strasburg arm path. Don't draft him. You know, so basically, you know, we look at these kids today, they're bigger, they're stronger with all the wrong movements, right? They don't have the foundational movements. They skip past that to go do all the pretty stuff, the, the stuff that's in the penthouse. I mean, this picture I have up on the, on the screen here, this, I don't know which is worse, but one of these pictures was told this told, Yeah. So the bottom was told he's got perfect mechanics. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Based like on what? what? Based on what? Exactly. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah. Here's a back leg anchored to the ground. Here's the arm well behind his body on both of these. It's just bad. And mm -hmm. it's the people that are teaching again, but it's baseball. You know, we have the negative, we have the negative results. I'm gonna put another picture up here, okay, which I got into the um the, the Tom House people that love to drag the back leg. Why are you dragging? But I always thought, you know, when I took physics, you know, when we drag something, we slow something down. I mean, that's what I thought. I could be, I could be wrong, but I mean, that's kind of what I thought. Can you see this picture? I can indeed. So this is what was told. Here it is. These are perfect mechanics, ideal mechanics. So here's how I define athleticism. Okay. That we take any athlete in their sport and take a high speed camera. Each frame has to be an athletic movement. I define an athletic movement by meaning they can do another movement in an other direction without a preparatory movement to do so. Meaning if we look at Steph Curry and he's doing a dribble in one split second, he can come up and shoot a jump shot, right? That boom. What can one do from this? What is called perfect location where this kid's knee is on the ground. Uh, his foot is wobbled. Okay, he's in a almost a lunge position and he's delivering a ball from home plate. Where's the power coming from other than the torque of that little elbow right there? And this and this is this is this is what these gurus are saying that this is ideal mechanics. And I challenge and I keep asking, please, Tom House, please come on this show and tell me as a psychiatrist that you are, you're a doctor of psychiatry or psychology. I need you to post that. Don't tell me, don't say bachelor of science and don't put what it is. You're also a bachelor. You also have an MBA. Great. I don't have an MBA, but when you put bachelor of science, please put what your degree is in on all of your marketing material. Okay. Cause it's not in human movement. 
And please come on this show and tell me how this picture is not killing this guy's elbow. And not only are you saying not killing his elbow, you're telling me that this is perfect mechanics while leaving something that's 75 pounds dragging on the ground. Tell me, tell me, and then I'll shut up. But they won't. All they will do, like everybody else, is they will poke fun. They'll try to discredit this, that, and the other thing. They will never tell you why because they can't. Because it's not. It's because if they do, and someone someone very wise told me, if they come out and say, hey, you know what? It's wrong. They'll be out of business. And maybe they should be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is the other thing, too. So, you know, let's play devil's advocate for a minute, right? So this is perfect pitching mechanics. According to what? And so what I mean by that is, <laughs> is this the perfect to make you throw the fastest? Is it the perfect right. to have the best control? Is this ideal mechanics to be the, be healthy? All right. I know at least one of them that's not. Right. Okay. Correct. Right. So, so, so that's the other thing is like having an understanding of what it is that you're saying this is perfect for and why. And look at since episode one, right? The number one thing we always talk about is why it should, you should right. always understand the why it's so important. Tell and me if, why. Yeah, tell tell us tell, tell, me, tell us why. Won't and, do it. And, you know, in that use. picture, the guy he's basically he's he's like it's like he's kneeling, right? He's, he's in a lunch. Him. He's yeah. he's genuflecting to get into a pew in church with his arm on here, going to deliver a ball to home plate. How? Yeah. yeah. With what? What's what? Where's the force? Where's the trunk rotation? Right. Uh, so, uh, so we have that right, and we have and look at say what we want. We can say what we want. Tom House is a very highly respected pitching sure. guy out there, right? Yeah. So people are going to listen to him, and uh, and and I'm sure Tom House's, I'm sure his modus operandi is not to hurt kids. I'm not sure. I'm sure that's not what he's not trying to do. No, but again, not. but again, when you have the influence, you really have to take these things in consideration. It would be one thing if you know injuries are just a rare thing that happens time again, but they're not. It's it's they're they're prevalent and becoming more and more prevalent, and mm-hmm. they're getting younger and younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen kids that you know come to us for the first time. And, um, you know, if they're, you know, say trying out for one of our teams, they can't get through a tryout bullpen. They can't throw more than 20 oh. pitches. Like, Hey, my oh. arm's getting a little sore. Can and, I stop? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And to go, listen, to go back to Tom, I mean, my go look at any <coughs> national physical therapy advertisement, you're going to see someone holding dumbbells out like this that says, get physical therapy, American physical therapy association. This is by far the worst movement in the history of mankind for your arms. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like, and it's like it's fo- like uh, like they say, follow the money, follow the follow these. Like I don't want to like follow these. Like we talked about last, last week, Kumar Rocker. I mean, is that yeah. kid done? Is he finished? Is the number one draft pick? Is he out of baseball? I mean, I I looked at took one look at that guy's mechanics and said this is not sustainable. It's status quo. And what and the problem is that you have people that jump in on the status quo because they see, oh wow, look at that guy's got you know thousands of followers. Let yep. me say what he's saying so I can get those same followers. I think that's a big part of it. And that's, that's, you know, obviously that's why we do the show. Follow, not. follow the, follow the money, follow the injury. Right. So, so looking at the pitch count, yep. that guy, five. Right. Right. That guy I just saw five. Yeah. One of them is like the ceremonial throw and you can throw four more and you're coming out of the game because I look at that and you're never going to pass functional movement tests. You're not going to pass this. You're not going to pass this and you're not going to have arm strength. I don't need to look at anything else other than that still picture because there's no way that you can because of all the stress through the arm in those perfect mechanics. Yep. And so, and so therein lies, that's, so there lies the rub, right? So that the crux of, 
what we need to figure out, I think, as a as a community in baseball and as people who are coaching kids and trying to keep them healthy is there's such opposite ends of the spectrum, right, Kevin? There's the guys that go pitch counts are a joke. You used to throw, and I just saw something, too, about uh, Nolan Ryan. Where is it? Um, okay, Nolan Ryan. In June of 1974, Nolan Ryan threw 235 pitches against the Red Sox. He made his next start on three days rest in one. Then he pitched 19 more years, right? Uh, and, of course, there's so many stories like that from pitchers from that time, right? And 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 guys throwing, you know, not just complete games, but going, uh, you know, well into the additional innings, extra innings of a, of a you know, an extra innings game. Um, right. You know, Ryan and Tiant were one of the famously, and that might have been the one that they were talking about there. So where is it, Kev? Where's the where do we need to like how do we find a happy medium between pitch count is the all-encompassing thing and pitch count should not even be considered. No. Right. So what is it? Where do so and, and I'll just say my piece is that you we have to remember that what they're talking about, these guys, these older guys, is they're not saying to just anybody can go out and throw 20, 30 pitches. They're saying you have to throw every day, near every day to condition your arm in order to do that, you know, every four or five days or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if, you know, cause we've been told for years that throwing is not a, uh, what is natural emotion. It's, and that's, that's completely false. Or right? mm-hmm. if it was unnatural, that means I wouldn't be able to do it. So it's <clears throat> when something is, again, I go back to the sport of tennis, right? I mean, how many serves are they doing in a week? Three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight hundred. Okay, holding a racket. All right. So, and yes, it's the same movement. Don't tell me it's not the same movement. Same movement. Okay. <laughs> There's only flexion, internal, external rotation, and abduction of the shoulder. So it's some combination of those moves. Right. It's just that, um, you know, back then when Steve Carlin's talking about the pitchers were smaller, right? Now we got bigger, faster, these enormous dudes throwing as hard as they can on poor mechanics, right? So that's number one. So if those guys throw every day, they're going to get hurt because they are built because they don't have, they're just overbuilt, right? Or they're, or they're not built up correctly. They've been built up for the beach muscles, right? right. So the guys of yesteryear, the, the Maddox, the Glavins, the, even the Clemens, they've, they've got more functional muscles because that's how they built them doing, you know, functional movements. I mean, I just heard that, you know, one that, Clemens, you know, pitching the Atlantic league at like 57, right? Like they just have, they, the, the area of strength and conditioning has gone through the roof, but so is the injury. So we have to dial back and be like, Hmm, maybe we're doing these things a little wrong. We got bigger, stronger, faster. I mean, Tommy John, the Tommy John, remember came back to pitch after having a golf ball size lump on his elbow after surgery that like no one had heard of, no one had done before was back after missing one year. Now it's taking two years, more than that to come back. Right. And so, I would so let me stop you to ask you a question. Cause I think that you bring up a good point, right? Because we talk about this often. I've heard this said, at least I've heard this said about steroids is that part of the reason why steroids can also cause injuries, not just help you come back from them faster is because the muscles grow at an accelerated rate and the ligaments and tendons don't have time to catch up specifically the ligaments. Is there something, is there something in that that we're talking about? These guys are getting bigger and, and they're, you know, they're, they're building these muscles, but they're not allowing for the ligaments to, to catch up or 
or or the muscles are just getting too big where it's too big a, a workload on the, on the ligaments could that be something that's great question so ligaments and tendons are made of a a, a, a chemical thing called collagen okay mm-hmm. and they don't increase in size or strength like we can't go out and make my acl stronger no matter what i do i can't go and make my forearm tendon stronger no matter what i do it's it's because it, it's not it doesn't have that tissue it does not muscle tissue it's connective mm-hmm. tissue right i can make it maybe more elastic but i can't make it stronger right so when we talk about someone who uses steroids what steroids does is it constantly you know we work out or do everything the muscle gets broken down and it repairs itself that's how it hypertrophies we get bigger we take steroids it's just like boom, that's like just automatic and you know we have these larger muscles pull on the same tendon and 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 boom we've got it we've got an injury um, you know, and something should be looked at, you know, when we talk about steroids, you know, it's always been the Manny Ramirez, the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa's, the, the Barry Bonds, maybe Roger Clemens, maybe who knows, but no one ever talks about his wife. I wonder if the pitchers were also on steroids because everyone has said, Hey, all of a sudden, you know, there's more arm injuries. Well, yeah, there are more arm injuries and maybe the reason why they're more arm injuries is because maybe some of the pitchers were on steroids but certainly the longevity of the pitchers at all levels have gone have sunken and whatever's being out there this pitch count which is the purpose is not working we need objective tests you and i are working on something that would test both pitch count and quickly for a coach to objectively measure someone's movement because if their movement is poor between innings, they're only hurting themselves, whether it's five pitches, 10 pitches or a hundred, or conversely, if their movement is good, then they can keep going. Yep. Agreed. And so that I think is sort of my sort of final answer to this is because again, I always catch myself like I, you know, I've, I've given so much thought over the years to how pitch count should work. And of course, you know, we, we come up with this thing and I built this pitch count program per inning. And then I see a guy like Steve Carlton and I see Nolan Ryan and their take on pitch count. And I also tend to agree with them. So I'm like kind of caught in the middle, Mm -hmm. but here's, here's sort of the best way to explain it is, and the thing, Kevin, that you and I work on, obviously we're, we're getting more in depth. So pitch count shouldn't just be the count, or I should say that count per inning is determined a lot of factors. It's the time of season, right? Is it the first month of the year? Um, you know, uh, is it what's the weather? Is it freezing out? Did you warm up? How long did you warm up? Mm-hmm. How long have you been throwing? What age are you? Um, what's your arm path like? And we're going to be able to grade arm path and measure it between, say, a one and a 10, right? 10 being the best. And depending on that arm action and how healthy your arm action is, the more you can throw per inning. So can somebody get to a point where they can throw 200 pitches in the game? I'd say, yeah, absolutely. But you have to be a mature pitcher. You have to do all the things right. Your arm mechanics have to be impeccable. Your body mechanics have to be impeccable. Your sequence has to be on point. All those things have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is 99.9% of the, especially youth players that work with aren't anywhere near that. And so these pitch counts right now currently are very important because again, we're just limiting the opportunities that they're have they're gonna have to injure themselves. And that's that's my take. Right. And this, you know, what we're working on this course of it's simple. A layperson can do it. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the design, I would assume, of the pitch count is to keep people healthy. The whole point. Yeah. It's not working or it's not enough. Nope. Right. It's not enough. Because it's not 
you know, I know this, the pitch smart is a little bit broken down by age, but not, not, not barely. barely. Yeah. And, and you can, you know, again, there's kids playing I mean, and this, this looking at it from an objective measure, right. It would immediately stop the, we well, had a game yesterday. Did you pitch? Nope. Right. Cause that kid's not going to pass the test to even start the game. Right. right. Cause this would be a pregame screen, a post bullpen screen and every single inning because we want to keep kids healthy. Cause I want a kid, you know, I really don't want the over 40 league to run out of players. Right. Which is going to happen <laughs> right. if, if, because right now these kids are getting hurt in little league, they're getting hurt right at the puberty spike and then they play the cross. Yeah. So if we want to look at the game of, of keeping the game sustainable, then we need to do something more with, with numbers and, and having the right people do them. I don't want the word. I saw some, some study, dude, I literally was trying to read it. I'm like, maybe I'm dumb. Like this ve- <laughs> vector, Victor, this, yeah. I'm like, dude, I, I know I went like to class and I passed yeah. physics. It, like it's just word salad of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And it had this, like, I'm like, what is this? Who did this? Like this, like lead leg vector, Victor, that, you know, I try to rely on, one thing I know is, for, is my eyesight, and I know again, very simple. If you throw uphill, you start the egg timer. It's just a matter of time. I don't care how good you are, you cannot throw uphill. It's 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 not sustainable, and right. that's it. <laughs> so you can throw five pitches uphill. You can throw eighty pitches downhill. You know, it's and that's what this is about. Um, I think the thing term you're looking at is verbal gymnastics, and that's what everyone. Verbal, that's a good one. That's a that's I like verbal. Yeah, it's just like dude, that's like Twitter and Instagram, and, pe- and people will say, "Oh, well, look, here's a study." Like, okay, like but, I, you and, know. and and none of them, none of them, and they get all like you said, you get they get into the verbal gymnastics. They 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 see everything, right. except they don't talk about arm path. And they don't talk about there the importance go. of it. There right. we go. So this is the and this is what I mean. This is the Journal of Sports and Physical Therapy. Okay. Josp. Okay. Jo- Josp. Okay. Now, he- here's the- here's this week's this this month. Okay. Poor reporting of exercise interventions for hamstring strain injury rehabilitation. A scoping review of reporting quality and content in contemporary applied research. What? Quadriceps and hamstring strength reference values for athletes with and without anterior cruciate ligament construction, reconstruction who play popular pivoting sports, including basketball and handball. Yeah. Right. So like, maybe I'm not smart enough. I don't know to read all like to what, what, what are you, what are you saying? Like, what, what are you saying? And it's like the stuff that we, like, is that stuff? I'm not great if you did the study, but is that help? How is that helping me be a better physical therapist? Right. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, it's, it's again, it's uh, you know, people want to sound smart. If you sound smart, if you sound really educated, then people are going to trust you. That's just the fact. Right. And so yeah. that's where that comes from. Um, and, 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 and the problem is that that's true. It works. And so, you know, these people that yeah. really, yeah, you know, great. You have a great vocabulary and maybe you do have lots of education behind you, but you know, this thing that we're talking about with, with, with arms and arm injuries and how it keeps going up, no matter, you know, what seems to happen, you know, 
four man rotation, three man rotation to four right. man to five man, middle relievers, closers, etc. Pitch count. Um, you know, it, it it really is. I think finding the happy medium between the Steve Carlton and yeah. and what and, we're talking about today. And here's our issue. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm going to. No one is talking about it. It's swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. So if you think that we're crazy, I want you to go back to 2019 to your favorite Major League Baseball team pitching roster and count of the 13 or 14 pitchers that you carried, how many pitchers are still in Major League Baseball? Well, if, how it's many more, even made it, if it's more than 50%, then you're then you're higher than most. Or who even made it through that season, all the way through that season? I mean, right. having a full pitching right. staff make it through the season is, it is actually... You know, it is an it is an epidemic of epic proportions. Yep, and 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 with kids, we need to. This is the things we need to change. We have to have more specific pitch count plan, pitches per inning, other factors go into that. What so what that pitch per inning even is needs to be more heavily considered. Uh, things have to be more heavily considered, like what their arm path looks like, what their the strength is, passing the test that Kevin talks about. All of those things. If we really care about health that's what we have to do and i'm also going to side two with steve carlton and say that the kids need to go out and with good mechanics throw more and and develop strong great i agree stronger you know uh muscles and 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 supporting parts <laughs> of the body well since our producers at some buffet somewhere <clears throat> i think it's time for a why would you do that and unfortunately well not unfortunately we just we you know we have to um a great one. Pick on our friend Richard, uh, the teacher man. Richie um, has a new drill. So Richie has combined, which I never thought ever of using, Olympic rings in gymnastics mm-hmm. overhead, mind you, yep. overhead to teach somebody how to hit. And mm-hmm. this clip that I have up here, we have to hear the volume. Yeah, Everyone the volume is great. Has 6,000. 6,685 views. And I hope that 6,680 of them are like, are you serious? So people pay this guy. I don't know what they pay him, but I, the, the, the little knowledge I have of hitting is knowledge enough that nothing that he teaches. Can you hit a ball going 90 miles an hour? Not consistently. Maybe off a tee, but so to set this up, Richard is hanging both hands from an Olympic ring that he can reach above his head. He has right, he has uh, left hand over right hand, so simulating I guess, batter. a left-handed batter. And then he's going to uh, twist these rings. Um, twist. He's just twisting them with his hand because apparently that's how you <laughs> you're so quick though. Look I mean, this. you won't believe how quick Mr. Richard is for it. And he's got some person. Maybe turn the volume just down a little bit so we can yeah. talk. There we go. Just your hands. And, and, and oh, my God. Is that Chris Sabo? Say Chris Sabo. I know. He's got, he does have the, uh, he does have the, the glasses on. Yeah. Yes. So. How quick he is. All right. <laughs> You're he, so he, quick. Now, now watch, watch what Richie I mean, does. You won't Richie's, believe how quick Mr. Richard is. Richie's feeding off of this. This dad's pumping him up. You wouldn't believe how quick Richie is right now. So Richie goes, "You all, oh, you haven't seen anything yet." Yeah. And so watch. guys, again, there this, we go. Oh wait, wait. There we go. This, now watch when I turn oh my, my body. Yeah. 
I turn my body, I almost fall over. Almost fall over again. Look at his head. Goes, Look at his head goes, jerking. I know. His head jerking away. You can never see the ball. Like, it's, like everything that he teaches breaks the basic law of kinesiology. Doing something distally to affect something proximally will never work. You have to move proximal to distant, core to hands. Starting anything with your hands first, you're going to get you're beat. So quick, you're so quick, you though. And oh, he's breaking the basic laws of hitting, which is you have to see the ball. You have to oh, look at it. Oh, do you? You have to see it? You got to watch the baseball and not pull your head off into some other direction. I mean, I've never seen him swing without falling over. I mean, I know he's an old man, no. but still. Look at this. Look at he's that. falling yeah. over. Literally. Or, look at, oh, yeah. I just want to burst, he says. And people are people think that this is working. It's like, how is this working? Unbelievable. I would tell you, lots of his hitters, I've been paying attention. I didn't have to write down the numbers because that wasn't the, the point of this. But yes, a lot of his guys, the numbers are not doing, they're not doing well. A lot of, uh, well, the funny thing is, the funny thing is you said Aaron, Aaron Judge does this, and Aaron Judge does nothing of the kind. Aaron Judge, you slow him down. His, fact, his, his belly stays- button. His belly button moves first. Yeah, his belly button moves first. I mean, it's like Barry Bonds and flip his. I mean, if Barry Bonds saw this, like we have to, we have to somehow get to Barry Bonds. Be like Barry, this guy's saying you do this. Yep, and he would laugh him out of town. He he would, and I think what's what's amazing to everybody, hope probably including uh, Barry Bonds, but to me is that. You know, you'd think I don't need to laugh him out of town because everyone else is going to, but they haven't. No. I mean, like, there's a lot who are, don't get me wrong, but. And then he'll see all these major league, like, he'll go on these major league, and he's like, yep, this guy. Oh, this was produced by Seth McClung. Did he play in the majors? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Tampa, Tampa I think. There's a former, yeah, and the Brewers. There's a former major league pitcher who posted this. So that's who we took. That's who we stole this from. <laughs> and so, of course, he, he forwarded Jeff Fry's. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so, what's what's interesting is like, so this guy is out there and he's selling things and, and, and imagine being, you know, he, you didn't play ball. Maybe you played another sport. Maybe you played no sport at all. You're trying to get hitting for your son. And this guy goes, look, I have the secret. I know the one thing that every single big league hitter does and no one else is going to teach it to you, but me. And you go, okay, well, what is that thing? And you go, watch. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Aha. Uh-huh. Right. See, you're not trained enough to see that yet. Right. right? I mean, literally. I mean, what? What? <laughs> what? You know, but that's his pitch. That's so, his pitch, and some people fall for it. Unfortunately, not to beat a dead horse, but oh, let's beat it. We're gonna beat it. Let's so beat I think it. I mentioned to you. I never heard who this guy Ben Joyce is, but here's someone saying, if you can see this, Ben Joyce benches is three forty five, yeah. six thirty five trap bar deadlift. So I'm assuming that. Bar, bar deadlift. goes over his yeah, killing his traps, which is yeah, no, it's no. that triangle bar. That you oh, is that what that is? No, okay. Inside, yeah. Uh, okay, and can easily dunk a basketball. Okay, good. That's good. This is top one percent for a D one pitcher, but it's exceptionally rare that guys this strong have elite mobility and mechanics. Yeah, mechanics. Interesting. So, what's his name? His name is um what? What's this guy's name? Is it Ben Joyce? I think it was Ben, ben Joyce. Joyce. Ben Joyce baseball. So hopefully you guys can still see this. Um, so I just put a still picture of Ben Joyce up on the screen. Wow. And um, yeah. Okay. So take this. I mean, at least, at least his palm 
is relatively okay, but I mean, and his, his head's balls, back. His head's back. Yeah, his right but he's already way overextended here in the still yep. picture, and you can just see the strain already of his mm-hmm. forearm, right? Yep. So, if like you got nowhere to go, and yeah, he throws 105 miles an hour. I want, I want, I want. I'll shut up when he pitches 600 innings in the big leagues, not in, in t- total. And I don't think that will happen. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, but, you know, I hope I'm not. I yeah. hope I'm not. But, um, you know, this this guy's got – it's just such an argument on what mechanics are. And I just – it's just – I don't – it's so bad. It's horrible that they're doing all these things behind their back, right? It's like a magic trick. I got my arm here. It's here. It's here. It's here. It's here. It's here. Dude, it's, it's, it's needs to be, it's just, I don't know. And look, as a, as a community, as a, as, as a sport, if we could agree that there is a healthy way to throw things and then there's a thousand unhealthy ways to do it, we would, we would be starting from a much more stable base where we can actually instruct kids. Instead, we're not looking at the arm paths of anybody or arm mechanics of anybody. And instead saying, don't throw any more of pitches than this number and by the way don't even throw that number unless you absolutely have to like don't okay. ever pitch but if you have to only throw this amount it's so this like, guy so this guy then broke his uh, mechanics then so here we are here's our here's our classic w uh still picture arm dragging on the ground and as we as we move this as we move this forward um let me see here should go here uh, he's moving. I mean, so this is elite mechanics. This is what's being told is elite mechanics bent over. So no lumbar extensor, right? If he's lost his, he's bent over, he's lost his lumbar lordosis, which means his glute is going to be shut off. And then he turns, gets down in that lunge and dude, there's just no, there's, this is the hip to shoulder separation here. And unless that back foot comes off in the next, Point zero zero six seconds. This is just not sustainable. I'm sorry. Credit Let's where see. credit is due. He did remain in a neutral grip. I watched his, yeah, I watched his yep. hand separation. Yep. yep, he did. We like that. So let's see what happens as they're moving this along. I mean, I guess I can fast forward here. Very rare you see that. I'm not going to lie. No, Very that's rare. that's what he does. He's got that neutral grip, which is, is rare. But all right, so here we go. So let's play it. You're going to see the turn, and you're going to see the arm. Mm-hmm. Lag. lag behind you know and it's just you know he's got let's see if I can, he's got you know there's that leg there the arm you know you can just see this and then the leg just stays i mean it comes off a hair but he's late he's late i mean that's even a, let me back this up i mean he there there you go yeah that's just not sustainable not you cannot be in that position with your leg now had he been in that position with his leg off of the rubber that his leg is propelling him. But right now you just play it and then pause it at that moment. No. Yeah. But it's like, he's in slow motion. That's the whole thing. No, I know. That's why then. Yeah. So then pause it. When it's there. Yeah. So here it goes. He'll, he'll turn, turn already arms, lagging. already lagging. Right. And that foot is dug into the ground and that should be helping him. It should look at that, at that yeah. right there, that spot right now. He's obviously explaining that he has to be talking about that. This is good. Yeah. Right. Lagging yeah. super deep, and you're just getting like this 
Yeah, big, he's saying like, your leg is yeah, good. Ripping, like he's saying it's good. Like yep. stretch, um, stretch. He's saying it's good. Like the arm is the thing leading the way. The chest leads the way, and the arm is coming just coming through uh, secondary. Um, like what? What do you feel there from from that like stretch position to ball release? Honestly, I, I feel like um, I'm I'm thinking hand speed, but my arms kind of just kind of like once once I get back and, re- and retracted back there, it's almost kind of like just let let my body do do the work. And and I think the core is a big part of it. And yeah, then, but that's not happening. So you're, you're this is like right here, almost like this is this yeah. is the chest is the thing leading the way, and the arm is almost yeah. like it's almost like lagging a hair behind there, and then the arm. Yeah, I almost through. like my, my front my front arm. So I'll stop you there. So here we are throwing the home plate. His belt buckle arguably is just barely at home plate. Is that the right-handed batter's box? Barely. That should be in the in the first base coach's box because that other leg should be coming forward. It, so it all of this is counter. So all this leg back, chest back, all of it is is friction. It's lagging. It's pulling him back the other way. And yes, he's getting all this torque because of that. Because that's how you hit a golf ball very far by getting you know. But unfortunately, there's no golf club on the end of his arm. It's his arm side mechanics report too. Yeah. The only good thing is that he never he never started off in internal rotation, right? He right. did keep in front. That's it. Well, kind of came here, which is hey. But now people are looking at this and be like, "That's how I need to throw. That's how I need to throw. That's how I need to throw." And but outside of maybe Roy Halladay, I don't think I know anyone have seen do this. So right, we'll right. If that, we're gonna pull, great. yeah. I mean, if kids are looking at that and they pick, take just that, that's a, that's take a start. That. Because you should never take the ball out of your glove and point it down or behind you because we don't throw like that at all. And so, I mean, you know, it's just another guy breaking down mechanics. And I'm asking where your medical license is. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you could be wrong, right? You could be wrong and nothing happens to you. Right. If I'm wrong, I get sued. Yep. A little different, right? A little different when you're yep. giving advice, right? Yep. Oh, oh, you know, and, you know, at a bare minimum, try to find someone, you know, I have you, right? Someone who does have a license to learn some stuff that really matters and can help pitch. But even that, there's, there's, I mean, I've had arguments with PTs, but well, I'll take, I'll, I'll teach Chris Sales mechanics. I'll take his money. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, dude, really? You're going to teach a 10 year old kid to throw with, with, I mean, there's, I got a picture of sale with literally his, his elbow looks like it's dislocated. I've seen it like where it's literally hurt my elbow. I've had that up on my, and people are like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's Chris Sale. Yep. Like, thank God he was born with very hypermobile tendons and joints. Right. Yeah. And, and then he just took him a while, but now, you know, are we ever going to see Chris sale pitch again? I don't know. Maybe. I'll, I'll tell you the last thing you made a point earlier about, you know, how these kids, they either get hurt or whatever they end up playing the cross. It's getting to the point where parents just are too afraid. Uh, we had a pitcher a few years ago who left-handed pitcher would be throwing without question, 95, 96, maybe more miles an hour left-handed um, mom made him essentially quit. Yeah, turned to golf. He became a very good golfer. He's a collegiate golfer. Okay. Uh, but because I mean, didn't, they had a little like a, a scare with growth plate when he was like yeah. 14. I mean, let's, I mean, you know, I don't want to, it's hard to compare sports, but I mean, if we take the New York Yankees over the last three years, thank God 
this year has been like there hasn't been really except Domingo, except for a few pitchers that are probably finished playing. But you know the ass aches that they've had. I mean, there was a time when there was like sixty people through the year on the disabled list. I mean, yeah, yeah. But the injuries in baseball getting just as prevalent as football, just a little bit different. But yeah. I mean, probably right? more percentage. And they're yeah. and they're and they're catastrophic, right? Like you know, you get your concussion in football, and I'm not by any means saying a concussion is a dangerous injury, but you don't have to sit on the, sh- on the shelf for 18 months with train tracks in your elbow with a concussion. Right. I mean, the catastrophic injuries in, in football are, th- I mean, in baseball are through the roof. Yeah, yeah I agree. So, all That's right. We're here anyway. Well, keep a lookout because this course is coming and uh, I think it's going to do every coach on the planet. At least someone is, lo- I don't want to tutor on horn, but like, Look in a different direction because pitch count is not working in and of itself. It's just not. If you think it is, I'd like to see stats on how it is because yeah. <laughs> I'll show you 354 innings by Jim Palmer, which I don't think anyone's going to throw that. I don't think I don't think three starters are going to throw 354 innings combined. You know what I mean? 20 complete games. I mean, come on. You don't have... 20 complete games in an entire division. Right? That's how sad that is. Right? Agreed. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Hasta you later.